Hi, everybody. <laughs> is the mic on? <laughs> Yo, turn me up. It has been a few months since we've recorded, and we're rusty, as you can tell. Is this a podcast? I think so. Okay. Microphone. Yes. Perfect. So, today we're doing... A slightly different episode. Um, we are going to give you an argument analysis. Of ourselves. Of ourselves. Of we're our going to analyze an argument we had a couple weeks ago out loud for you to listen and hopefully learn. And this is something that we do with a lot of our arguments. Um either kind of in the moment or the next day or a couple days later and it really helps us learn from them and um do better next time Mm. and so like um, super informal like strong what the heck were you thinking or what were you feeling (laughs) or like mel why did you say what you said right this one's gonna be a little more structured so that you guys can hopefully follow what we're even saying but just the process of talking through what was going on in an argument can be super helpful because often we're not thinking clearly, speaking clearly, communicating clearly, and to go back and learn from it is big. Mm -hmm. That's a big part of what we do in couples therapy too. This is Make Marriage Work, a podcast for happy couples who are ready to learn how to argue better and connect more. We're Strons and Mallory Wolfgram. Mallory is a couples therapist, but this podcast isn't therapy. It's chatting with real couples, like you, about how to make marriage work. At the end of each episode, we give you clear takeaways that you can try out in your own relationship. All right, let's get going. So, let's dive in to our argument, shall we? Let's do it. So, we want to set the stage. Um, This argument happened. We went to my family's house for Thanksgiving, and it's a six-hour drive away. And we got in the car to drive home. So, we'd been there, like, less than a week, and we're not really looking forward to a six-hour drive. So, we were already a little bit on edge and not pumped about that. Um, Do you want to also give some context of your Thanksgiving morning that impacted you on our drive home? (laughs) Yeah, so I was in a lot of pain um, on the way home. And Thanksgiving morning, I was on a bike ride. And on my way home, I was involved in a bike accident. It didn't involve any other people or cars. It was only me involved. (laughs) And... um, the front wheel of the bike that I was on came off, so it was a quick release um, type of front wheel, and it uh, came loose. I didn't hear that it came loose because I had my headphones in um, while riding. Fortunately, I was almost home, so I was in a residential neighborhood. Um, so I was on the sidewalk. Front wheel came off. I came over. I went over the handlebars, landed on my shoulder, and your head. And my head messed up my neck a little bit, uh, cracked my helmet. So I was it's pretty gnarly. I was messed up. But we were very grateful he had his helmet on. That's right. Wear your helmet, whatever you do. <laughs> if you're going to go roller skating, wear the helmet. He was a bit dazed, but he 
remembered to call me, so that was good, and I came and picked you up, and you were just a little bit dazed that day, but um, anyway, he's fine, so we're telling you that lovely story, one, pro-helmet messages, two, because... Oh, also, also side note, huh. um, I, I crashed right by a McDonald's, and I was surprised by how many people went to McDonald's on Thanksgiving morning. Yeah, it was popping. It was buzzing with people. It's a good appetizer. It is. Ten-piece nugget? <laughs> Honey mustard? Yeah. Muffin. Okay, that too. <laughs> anyway, so that's kind of setting the stage. Um... Nobody likes going back to reality after time off. So anyway, we were just a little bit on edge. So then we'd been driving like 20 minutes. We're on the highway. There's a turn I was supposed to take, but we were like talking or something. I forgot that turn. I know I should know this drive by now, but I don't do maps very well. And missed the turn. Not a big deal. The map literally said nine minute slower like nine minutes slower is the course I ended up taking um so I was like shoot I always miss that turn and then Strawn's let out a very heavy sound <laughs> I thought it was subtle it was not subtle it wasn't to me oh. <laughs> and that got me really on edge real quick and so I was like what are you mad that I missed the turn it was an accident and, and the whole time, like, when I saw it, I was like, don't ask me if, like, what is wrong or, like, what's going on. He wishes I didn't notice his size. But what did you say when I was like, are you mad or something? I, I, I think I, like, paused for a minute because I was like, how can I, like, say this in the nicest way? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> where both parties come out feeling, feeling good. Um, but I said, I said, I'm kind of mad, um, and I, I don't think we would have missed that turn if, if, if I was driving. Mm-hmm. Which was really lifting me up, you know? But, like, also, um, w- once Mallory missed the turn, it only added, like, ten minutes to, yeah, to our drive. Nine minutes. But, <laughs> but um, in in that moment, I was like, "We have another sixty minutes." Yeah, he added was acting like two, it just added hours. Hour that was the gravity trip. of his sigh. It was. Mm-hmm. And so, kind of his heavy reaction really triggered me, and I was like, "I feel like you hate me. It was an honest mistake. Like, why are you like?" blaming me and like acting like you could have done so much better like I'm driving because you're hurting and like it was an accident and it's only nine minutes and I just started kind of going I was like I don't understand what's happening and like escalating 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 which then you start escalating with me I was like Mal I don't hate you I don't hate you I do not hate you. I don't hate you. <laughs> yeah, I said, like, Mel, I don't hate you. And then I would, like, say, all right, I'm going to take a nap. And then I would, like, fake nap for 45 seconds. And then I'd wake up and be like, Mel, I don't hate you. Yeah, in that tone. And I'm like, dude, you expect me to feel reassured by you, like, screaming at me that you don't hate me? Like, that's not reassuring me in any way right now, just so we're clear. 
And so I was getting more and more defensive as he got like louder and louder. And I'm like, I feel like you're blaming me and you're being really loud and really tense. And like, it was just a little mistake. I don't understand what's happening. Why are you like so angry with me? And he just got more and more angry that I thought he was angry. <laughs> and you were just like screaming, I'm not mad. Yeah. And I was like, do you understand why I will not believe you? Because you sound very mad. <laughs> and then when she says that, I'm like, all right, Mel, I'm going to say this in a very calm voice. Yeah, but it deep does breath. not sound like deep that. Deep breath. It does deep not breath. sound like that. You're like, <laughs> I'm going to say this in a really calm voice. <laughs> Yeah. I'm not mad. That's what it sounds like. No, I'm like, it's like this. Now, <laughs> I am not mad at you, okay? Honestly, it doesn't even sound that calm. What? Like You probably think it does, but it does not. Hmm. Because you're so tense. You sound really angry. I'm very sensitive to tone, so he can't really hide anything from me. <laughs> so... Anyway, it just kind of escalated, and I was like, you're literally screaming. How am I supposed to leave? You're fine. And he's like, I'm not screaming. I'm going to take a nap. We'll talk after. And I was like, cool. That's super helpful. Awesome. <laughs> and I just, like, plug in music or a podcast or something. And he just literally knocks out. Like, he's so good at go. You just go to sleep. Yeah. It's one of my strengths. This is when we were first married. Every I time we would argue. <laughs> like, what are your strengths? I'm like, I'm really good at falling asleep literally anywhere mid-conflict mid-conflict like especially when we're in a conflict when you're early married we'd be in conflicts and you would just go to sleep it didn't even have to be nighttime it was just like your escape mechanism yeah but what you did better this time that helps me is i'm gonna take a nap we could talk after you did clarify that which is big so it didn't feel entirely like you were abandoning the conversation i was like okay Maybe he'll feel better after. Maybe I'll feel better after. We probably need a break to calm down anyway. So he took his little nap. I listened to some music. Um, and we'll get to what happened after. But let's talk about a little bit more. We touched on what was happening inside for each of us during that time. But so what's really helpful about taking breaks, and we talk about this all the time, is... It regulates our physiology. So when we're triggered like that in a conflict, we literally go into fight or flight mode. Blood goes away from our brain. We're not making rational decisions or thinking clearly. And taking a break calms our physiology, pumps the blood back to where it needs to go in the brain, and we can start thinking rationally again. So what I was doing while I was listening to music is trying to kind of think through what just happened. What am I feeling? Why did we get so escalated about a freaking missed exit? And you were sleeping, but it seemed to help you once you woke up. So what I was feeling during that whole back and forth was um, insecure and angry. And so I was feeling really angry that I felt really blamed by his side. <laughs> he didn't, like, call me an idiot or, like, anything like yeah. that. But that side million words. spoke to me. And communicated, I interpreted that as, you made this big mistake, you're like, you're losing us all this time, I could have done so much better, you're so bad at this, like, I interpreted all of that, which didn't feel good, and I was also feeling insecure, because um, I don't like making Strawn stressed or sad, 
and adding stress to him. And so when I felt like I added stress to him unintentionally and from something that I didn't really feel like should have added that much stress, I got insecure, like, oh my gosh, he must hate me. Like if something that small can make him this upset, like I just kind of started spiraling in my own anxiously attached way. Yeah. So I've kind of figured all that out during the break and could kind of get back to reality of, okay, he doesn't hate me. (laughs) I know that to be true. And, um, he's probably just frustrated about the turn and, um, hopefully he'll be able to talk a little more clearly after his nap. (laughs) (laughs) What were you feeling during? I love naps. Naps are naps. That's good. Yeah. They're magic. (laughs) What were you feeling? I was feeling, um, I just think, well, first you took the first leg of, of the trip because one, I was in pain. Mm -hmm. My left shoulder was jacked up and, um, I was also kind of sleepy, a little tired. Um, so I wasn't like, Hey, we're, (laughs) we're about to argue. Um, I'm going to like force myself to go to sleep. Like I was already, already pretty tired. And I think I was just pretty stressed about my, the pain in my neck and my left shoulder. Um, even though it only added 10 minutes, I felt like it added like another hour to our trip. So I'm like, Oh, I have to be in this car feeling this pain again. Um, so it was just, um, kind of spiraling. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but like I was also feeling overwhelmed as well. Um, and I was, you know, I just kind of felt like, you know, Mal, how come she just can't get over this? Like, yeah, I sighed. Um, but it was in my, what I remembered it to be was a subtle, like, Oh, man. Um, you get frustrated when I don't believe that you're okay or yeah, not mad. Yeah. So it's just like a quick, so it was like a quick, oh, man, that freaking sucked. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, Mal missed that missed that exit. Dang it. Um, but, but then, then when I got insecure, you got right. some really stressed out. Right. But the, yeah. Yep. And I was just like, why is she assuming I'm mad or that I'm mad at her? when I'm really not. And I think that's what just kind of escalates me in like trying to defend myself to where I'm like slowly starting to raise my voice. Yeah. And a stuck point that we've done a lot of work around is when you get frustrated of like, like that kind of moment of why is Mallory assuming mad when I'm not. And you just want me to like be reassured your tone is not reassuring. It's like I know. triggering to me. Yeah. And so we get really stuck there where he, he's meaning his words. He's feeling frustrated, but he really isn't mad at me. But I'm interpreting his frustrated tone as, well, obviously he's mad at me. And so we get really, really stuck in that place. That's like one of our most common stuck spots, I'd say. Yeah. So that was happening. We took the break. And then Strons woke up. It was probably like a 20-minute nap. Mm -hmm. And then you woke up and I let you talk first because I was frustrated. (laughs) What did you say when you woke up? Well, well, like, I kind of feel like we do fall into this pattern of, like, if if I'm not being rational, it's because, like, I'm either tired or hungry. 
Mm-hmm. And often, yes. And or when stressed. I, or stressed. Or anxious. Yeah. Um, so when I woke up, I. Um, you felt a bit refreshed. Yeah. And I. I said something like, I'm, I'm sorry I was raising my voice. I know it was a mistake. Um, I should have reacted like, or I shouldn't have reacted like that. Um, I'm, and I just kind of explained like, hey, I'm in pain. I'm stressed about my shoulder. I don't know if it's like broke or if I need some sort of like operation to, to fix it. So mm-hmm. um, and then I and said, lit- I love you. Yeah. Yeah. And literally just that context of hearing him explain like, I'm feeling anxious about my injury. I was like, oh. <laughs> like, I didn't know that. You hadn't really expressed that to me, at least that day. And so I didn't think that was playing a factor at all. And... I don't think it... Yeah, like... It was, but you didn't probably know It was, know but like, I either. didn't know. Yeah, it was probably like in my subconscious It was just in the background. Like and but you... You normally wouldn't have probably reacted in that same way if there wasn't that underlying stress. Right. And so once you said that, I was like, oh, like then it kind of falls into place and fits kind of the person I know where if you're stressed and anxious about that, you'd be more on edge about something like me missing a turn. Mm. And so I was like, okay. And it was a lot easier to take it less personally once I had that information. So I think that's another helpful piece is like during a break, figuring out is there other factors I didn't communicate that are playing a part in why I'm reacting this way so then as soon as he said that I like softened and like really appreciated his apology and also that context that made it just a lot more clear and then I was like thank you I appreciate that sorry I was like really struggling to like calm down and trust you about that I just really don't want to let you down or make you unhappy and that really stresses me out when I feel like I do I love you too Mm-hmm. And then we were literally completely fine. Yeah. Like 100% back to normal. Yeah. It's where we like look back and we're just like, what the freak was that? But I think it's like talking through it like this makes sense of what it was. But what's really cool about when like we've worked so hard to get better at arguing and repairing arguments that we can repair it like that pretty quickly like it literally took a minute and a half after we took a break to repair and then we feel completely recovered like it was a small enough argument that there was no lingering issues so that's our argument analysis of the thanksgiving detour car ride car ride argument extravaganza (laughs) and we overcame it (laughs) yeah we're gonna do a couple work it's from ourselves. So you ready, babe? Let's work it. Just work it. Work it number one. Take a break. If you always. need always. If you need to either sleep on it or give yourself a certain amount of time just to regulate yourself and then come back to the conversation please do so or if you're hungry like eat a snack get something in your system and then revisit the conversation we usually recommend learning to notice when you're like just stuck like hitting a wall not getting through to each other 
and taking that break at least 30 minutes, but within 24 hours coming back to it and seeing the magic that can happen just from regulating your body. Work at number two, check in with what other factors might be impacting how you're showing up in an argument and make sure you communicate those factors with your partner. So that's like the example of Strons was feeling anxious about his shoulder injury and I didn't really recognize that was coming into play. And as soon as he shared that, that helped me understand him and have a lot more empathy for where he was coming from and why he was reacting that way. So especially during that break, figure out why might Abby reacting this way? What could I share with my partner that'll help them understand where I'm coming from a little bit more? Mm-hmm. Work at number three, how are you interpreting your partner's body language or words? So for example, in our situation, um, the sigh, the sigh was, was, was the word or, or millions of, of words. Yes. Yeah. Mountains for that as, as, as being, um, very negative. And, um, she kind of asked me, you know, are, am, am I okay? Am I, am I mad? And then I told her like, I'm not mad at you. And then, you know, took a nap, woke up, and then I was able to rationally explain myself and, the reasoning behind that subtle but mm-hmm. very loud it, it'll, sigh. It'll sometimes take time and like a few conversations to get to a point of trusting that they didn't mean it the way you heard it. Like it didn't, I, the minute he said, I'm not mad, I didn't buy it. So it took me a little bit of time. Um, but being willing to make space for trusting your partner, often we misinterpret things and that's okay. So giving time to hear them and understand what they meant by their sigh or their eye roll or their words, right? And allowing space for it meaning something different than you interpreted. Mm-hmm. All right. That's all we got. Hopefully that was helpful. <laughs> and again, I was very surprised by how many people want some McDonald's on <laughs> Thanksgiving morning, it it made me very emotional because I love, I have a deep love for McDonald's. Yeah. And I was like, it's beautiful. Even though I was like concussed at the time when I saw people coming in and out of McDonald's, it made me very emotional. Mm. So I wasn't really concussed because I. up a little right now. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) That's nice, babe. Go get some chicken nugs. (laughs) It's really driving me crazy. You said when you crashed, you called it like I got cracked. I like got cracked or I got like cracked up. Oh, rung my bell. It, I, you rung I your my, bell? I got my bell rung. He got his bell rung. Is that a football thing? I, I, I think so. I've never heard got your bell rung. Yeah. Let us know it's if like you've heard that It's like your head is the expression. bell and then somebody just takes a mallet to oh, it. Oh, dang. He yeah. got his bell rung. Got my bell rung. Let us know if that's a thing or if that's a strong thing. And let us know if the argument analysis is interesting or helpful because we have arguments that we could certainly do more of these. Thank you for listening. Okay, that is all. Bye. If you like this episode, we'd be super grateful if you would rate and review our podcast. And don't forget to tell your friends. It really does help other listeners find us. And make sure to find us on Instagram for more relationship tips at Make Marriage Work. Thanks so much for listening. See you next time.